Engaging conversation on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. Hello, this is Janet Marana, Executive Director of Priest for Life, and welcome to our program. Well, today we're going to have a very serious topic, and you might say, mm, Janet, come on, that's not affecting me or my children or my neighborhood, but oh yes, fentanyl is a crisis and it's coming to a neighborhood near you, and you have to protect your children, and you're going to learn how to do that today on this program. Joining me today is a very dear friend of mine. Her name is Rebecca Kiesling, and she tragically lost her two beautiful sons on the same day from fentanyl poisoning. So Rebecca, welcome to the program. Thank you. I really appreciate you using that term, fentanyl poisoning. Yes. Um, that's what it is. It, it's not an overdose. It's no, not it's an poisoning. accident. It's, it's, it's poisoning. Right. And, and for, well, first of all, let's just level the story here. What what the drug cartels and these drug deals are, are doing, they are lacing fentanyl with a lot of the painkillers that people leave hospitals with for surgery, like Oxycontin and things like that. It's and, not and, laced, though. Well, it's somehow... Disguised, disguised as, but it's as. not even laced. No, it's disguised as. Yeah. These are the painkillers. So a person thinks, you know okay, I'm out of OxyContin, my doctor won't prescribe anymore right now, or, oh, I can't get the refill for three days from now, but I'm, I'm suffering now. And someone says, yeah. and, and the danger here, especially for the young people is TikTok and um, what's that other Snapchat. one? Snapchat. These drug dealers are on all the social media and guess what they're doing? They're trolling for your young children and teenagers, aren't they, Rebecca? Yeah. Yeah, they, on, they'll call them bricks. They'll have like a brick symbol. They have a lot of different lingo that they use for it. And they, they're openly advertising and nothing's being done. They're not being shut down. No, these platforms, social media platforms just don't care. And some of them are even disguising themselves to look like candy, aren't they? Yes. Yeah, they call them rainbow fentanyl. Where, yeah. Yeah, so it's like candy too. So you have been deeply affected by this. Um, your two sons died uh, on the same day at the same moment. Just, I know it's painful, but just so people can understand, you know, like we always say, stories, you got to put a face on the problem. Fentanyl is a problem. People are dying in our nation every single day. Younger and younger people is affecting. I think it's probably the number one killer of teenage children uh, nowadays. So tell us what happened to your dear sons. Um, so Caleb and Kyler were... Um, Caleb was 20. Kyler was 18. Kyler had graduated from high school the day before, and they thought they were celebrating. Um, they had a 17-year-old girl with them, Sophia, um, as well as a guy who found out was a drug dealer. And um, he had overdosed and was saved with Narcan. He had overdosed a month before, and his girlfriend, who was there as well, never took 
the fake Percocets, but she had overdosed two months before. So this guy knew he was getting, you know, bad stuff. But I say that now I know it's all bad. Right. Now I know seven out of 10 pills have a lethal dose. Wow. Um, my son, Kyler, had four times the amount in his system that was enough to kill. And as I said, these pills are not laced. You know, they're 100% fentanyl. Um, and then some But they're some posting fillers. them as something else. Right? Yeah, they're, as Xanax. It's in everything now. Anything you could possibly get on the streets, it's in all of it. It's in, you know, Molly and meth and cocaine and um, even... In uh, and heroin, of course, people are no longer heroin addicts are no longer dying from heroin. They're dying from fentanyl now because fentanyl is so much cheaper for the cartels than producing heroin. Um, and but, but see, you just said Xanax. Now, now that's that's something that I'm saying to myself. Now, wait a minute. A lot of people, when they're getting nervous, they have doctors you know they prescribe unfortunately xanax like it's like it's aspirin like no right. big deal i mean probably if you go into most a lot of people's medicine cabinets they got xanax sitting there so it's a common thing and i i mean i've even seen this at funerals rebecca where um one relative has the xanax right and others go you got a xanax I'm, I'm, I'm falling apart. And, oh. and what they, i've seen this yeah. i've actually seen it with my own eyes where they're passing the xanax around right well guess what Suppose you run out of your Xanax and you hear, Psst, hey, guess what? This guy up the block, he's got extra Xanax. You want some? It could be your friend. Your friend yeah. thinks they have Xanax. Their doctor won't prescribe them anymore. Right. And they mean well, and they give you the Xanax thinking they got real Xanax. And meanwhile, you got fentanyl instead right. of Xanax. Right, And that's how. It's... So your sons kind of went to a motel with their friends to party, right? To like celebrate well, graduation and have that, some fun. That's not what was supposed to happen. Uh -huh. Um you know, my ex-husband was supposed to take them to rehab. Oh, wow. I knew that they were struggling and something was going on, and I asked him to take them to rehab, and he headed up Celebrate Recovery. So I relied upon him to know where to take them. And um, he, I guess, couldn't find a place that night, and so he left them at this motel with all of these others, um, already high, already, I had no idea what was happening. If it had been me, you know, that's hard to live with because I feel like I should have known better. I should have handled it. I should have, you know. Taken them home yourself. I was always like the advocate. I was always the one going in the room, um, finding stuff, taking it to the schools, taking it to the police, like, you know, trying to shut it down. I, you know, I, I was on it. And you were being they, and the watchdog, knew. the watchdog parent. Yeah. You know, good cop, bad cop. You were the bad cop. And my son said to me when they got in trouble a couple months earlier, um, Caleb said, you know, you're my superhero. You always cared. You were always there. You always, like, went in that room. Like, you know, um, and then Kyler said, gosh, um, you know, I had the best childhood. You raised us right. We did all kinds of fun things. So we they were cool almost places. apologizing for oh my gosh, drifting yes. into this drug culture. Yeah, yeah. Right? And like, Mom, we're sorry. You taught us better. You warned us. They knew. And they gave their heart to Christ. Kyler wrote out 17 point 
um, of his goals for life. We found it the day after they died. Caleb, he told me he was writing and we found it. He wrote um, three page uh, his testimony. He wanted to speak in churches and at schools and he was quoting scripture. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I'm more so than a conqueror. So he really like, wanted to get drugs out of his life. Yeah. He wanted to change, but he was struggling. Fentanyl is hundred times stronger than heroin. Right. So you got to understand once you have even just a teeny bit of it, you're hooked bad like nothing else. This is not like anything we grew up with or ever heard of. Right. This yeah. is a whole different, you know, playing field and and my boys got hooked starting with Xanax from kids bringing it to school. Caleb told me in ninth grade from parents unlocked medicine cabinets. And these kids, I found out after the fact that the number one drug of choice for kids are pills. And they have these pill parties. So they just throw it all into a bowl and just have at it. And, and, they, and they, no they all idea. take some from the bowl. Yeah, and they, have, they bring it, from, they think they're, they don't know where the kids are getting it from. Um, I, I knew not, I didn't know what fentanyl was. This was 2020. Everybody should know what fentanyl is now. If you don't, you need to know. I didn't know what Narcan was. You know, and Narcan, Narcan is the thing they give them to try to save them. From but when they, they find them in time. Now they're mixing Narcan with a drug called Trank, which is a horse tranquilizer, so that Narcan doesn't work. And fentanyl testing strips don't work. And fentanyl trust testing strips only work on powder. They don't work on pills. Oh, my goodness. You know, so um, it's, it's a scary world. The year Caleb was born... In 2000, there were 20,000 drug-related deaths in the U.S. The year they died, 2020, there were over 100,000. A year later, over 110,000. Then 2022, estimated over 112,000. And it just keeps climbing. And you would think people would know better. Right. But, but no. they're so addicted or so naive or, you know, and, and it starts with, with, for my kids, it started with vaping in middle school. So and vaping was like a gateway because oh. I say that all the time to people when they say, oh, well, you know, they're making marijuana legal. So it shouldn't, I mean, legal. So it shouldn't be so bad right now. I said, it's a gateway. It is. It you is. start with vaping, you start with marijuana, and then it's like a slippery slope. And they put THC in the vapes or they put Molly in the vapes or fentanyl. I'm meeting parents who their kids died vaping because somebody put fentanyl in the vape. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And so really the, the warning here, I think, for parents is, first of all, these kids here, you got one here, a cell phone. I'm going to pick it up and hold it. You know, brothers and sisters, this is danger. Danger, danger. You know, when they used to say, when my kids are a little stranger danger, this is the stranger danger right here, yeah. their cell phones. And, and I'm seeing parents give children younger and younger are walking around with iPhones. Mm -hmm. If you don't have that phone locked down, that they can't get on Snapchat uh, and what's the other one? Um, TikTok. I TikTok. I waited a long time to get my kids' phones. They were some of the last in right. school to get phones. But this, I hate our culture, and I, I wish I had kept homeschooling. Yeah, I, it wasn't my choice. My ex-husband made the decision, but I, I wish so much I had continued homeschooling. My kids, we didn't have TV at home. I never had cable ever. They grew up on, you know, Christian Catholic programs. Like I, I you know, protected them. They weren't sheltered. They were protected. And yet, and, 
and they, still. they grew up with every warning because their birth mother had been a drug addict and their grandmother had been a drug addict. But it's not because of their family history. And let me tell you, there's hundreds of thousands who are dying every year who don't have a history like that. Exactly. And it's happening anyway. You know, so Rebecca, you think, I just you know. saw, because it was a, a fentanyl awareness day uh, the other day, and the stories were very tragic. One was a mother, her 14-year-old son, beautiful little blonde hair, blue-eyed kid, died of fentanyl poisoning. And all it was, as someone at school had a pill, he was nervous about getting taking a, a big exam. And the kid went, oh, look, I got some pills here. Um, and it's supposed to calm you before you take a big test. The kid took the pill and ended up fentanyl poisoned. All right. And then another mother, her daughter was like 20 years old, like your one son, had severe uh, stomach problems. You know, I mean, when you have those gastro issues, you know, you can have severe stomach pains. And this person said, oh, well, I have some Oxy that will help you today because she wasn't due to go back to her doctor and get more medicine for another two weeks. Again, someone said again, here, oh, here's some Oxy. It had fentanyl poisoning in it. Uh, it's just, and then I just saw on a government, we have a government website about fentanyl awareness. You can Google it. I did it before we did this program. And, and in the Department of Health in Washington, D.C., they have a wall bigger than this set back here. Yeah. And they have victims of fentanyl poisoning and their pictures in memoriam. Yeah. And parents could keep adding to this wall. They have no more room. They have no more room. It's full. Yeah. And they're going to have to have more walls. It's tragic. And you were just rattling off the numbers who are dying every year. And so, you know, I have to say, uh, I, first, I want to thank you for your witness. I know how difficult it was. I mean... I can't imagine the grief of losing one, but both sons. And you know, you, you on the same day at the same time. I mean, when the police came to you and you were told that they're both gone. Yeah, my I mean, my ex husband called to tell me. Yeah. Um. So he he got the call late in the day. I didn't know that they were missing. I, I thought I they didn't were in rehab. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know that they hadn't responded all day, and um. It was the girls' parents who tried to track down their daughter. And, um, you know, they were with the girl who, who showered, like knew they were all there, thought all four were dead. She washed her hair. She called her friend, panicking, not knowing what to do. So many of these stories I hear from other people, they were hanging out with people who don't care about them, who don't call the police to get them help. Some, sometimes they, they dump their friend's body. They think these are their friends. Yeah. You know, and, and when when... They end up in a situation like that. They don't do anything to save their lives, you know, and, and you think you're having fun and you're with your friends. No, um, it's the number one cause of death ages one to seven. You know, you heard about the story in Florida, the Airbnb. Right. You know, their daughter was laying on a bed for less than an hour. They come to find out she, she died and they come to find out there had been a party with cocaine in that home the night before. I mean, you just don't know. And it's the, the number one cause of death ages 18 to 45. That's military age. Like we're, we're losing like our young people like crazy. It, this is a war. Um, and, and let me tell you how horrifying it is because we, we went through a trial. We were like one of the lucky ones where we knew who the drug dealer was. Um, and he ended up confessing. But um, most of the time the police don't do anything. They could open the phones, but they said there's too many of these cases. You know, I have a friend who's a sheriff. He's like, I got stacks of these, you know, 
And so nothing's done. And when you do have a prosecution, they gave him a plea deal. He should he got eight to fifteen years for killing three people. And you know, you wait for the autopsy report. Imagine being this mom. And there's hundreds of thousands of these parents every year who are going through this now. Every year where you wait for that autopsy report and you're just trying to see what the toxicity report is, you know, what what the cause of death was. And imagine having, you know, you're trying to avoid the rest and imagine having having to read how much your child's brain weighs. You know, it's just horrifying. It's a horrible, horrible thing that nobody should ever have to go through, yet hundreds of thousands are going through it every year now. Right. And of course, you know, you had to go through that whole, I remember seeing, I couldn't get to the funeral, but I I remember praying for you and seeing the pictures on Facebook of the beautiful boys and uh, those powder blue little metal caskets at the cemetery at the wake. I mean, parents, I mean, I just hope you're listening to what we're telling you right now and you're grabbing these devices that your kids have, and you're immediately putting controls on them. There's all kinds of parent controls you can it's put on. It's hard to keep up. We, we try. It's yeah. really hard to keep I up. I would recommend don't get your kids a phone. You I know. know. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, to me, anyone under 16 having a cell phone is wrong. I have a, a friend who, who, she has a phone where there is no internet access. She got them a phone where they can only make calls. And I, well, that's I, good because yeah. in case you need because the whole when you ask parent, most parents, why does your kid have a cell phone? Oh, in case they need me, they can call me. Like you know, when I was a kid growing up, there was no such thing as cell phones. And when I went to school, if I if I wasn't feeling good, I went to the nurse's office, and then if I was too sick to stay in school, they called home, and mom came and got me. And now, there was no need to have a cell phone to call mom. Now there's a lot of schools who require it for schoolwork. You know, to have a cell phone for schoolwork. Oh, that's crazy. I mean, it's, it's, we're up against the culture. It's very yeah, difficult. Yeah, it's hard. But there's an awareness we need to have. There's an awareness, and you have to start telling your, your kids, don't take a pill, a candy, or anything yeah. from anyone that is not a person you absolutely know, right. and it should be in the wrapper. The candy should be in like an M&M package or a and Skittles package. They are putting it, hiding it in Skittles packages oh, and, no. you know, to get it across the border. They've they've found it in um, Skittles and Sweet Tarts and um, Nerds. Yeah. So they're, they're, there's no question that the cartels are, cartels are out to kill our children. They're right. targeting our children. This is a war. And this is the same spirit of the death that goes after pre-born children. Right. You know, because the thief came to steal, kill, and destroy. You know, but Christ came that we may have life and have it to the full. Um, but we have to know that there's an enemy of our soul who is going after our children, going after us. And we have to fight like this is a war and be extremely diligent. Absolutely. Well, I hope you, everyone has paid attention. This was a sad story for you to have to relive it again. Uh, but I know you're very brave and you testify in state legislatures about this. In Congress. Congress. Yeah. I know you went to Congress to talk about fentanyl poisoning. And we have to call it poisoning because that's what it is. They're not overdosing. It's a poison. Right. So, Rebecca, there, thank you for joining me today. There's a big rally in Detroit at the end of um, Lost Voices of Fentanyl is a Facebook group. Um, thousands and thousands um, of loved ones and people who care about this issue. And they're hosting a huge event uh, at the um, 
August 23rd, I believe it. It's a Saturday. Okay. I'm sorry, September. September 23rd. Oh, September 23rd. Yeah, okay. and it's a Saturday in D.C., and then they're going to march up to the White House, and it's from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. So that's September 23rd. Go to, if you want to be part of the fentanyl awareness, and I bet you a lot of those moms are going to have posters yeah. with the pictures of their loved ones that lost. I mean, in your sad case, you've got your two boys, and may they rest in peace. And thank you for, you know, some people, tragedy strikes, and then they keep it within themselves. My boys were very pro-life. You know, I know they, they wrote on the subject and really cared. And, and so what you're doing is you're going on with their memory to help save other children which is so brave. So thanks, Rebecca, for this. Thanks for joining me. Thank you. Well, I hope, brothers and sisters, this was a sobering topic for you too, that you have to be aware about fentanyl poisoning. You have to talk to your children. Don't let them take anything from anybody because it is embedded all over. It's the number one killer here in America right now. And brothers and sisters, you could be saving your children and your grandchildren by raising the awareness. You know, I can remember when I was a kid, it was about just don't uh, just say no to drugs. Well, right now, it's not just about just say no. It's about learning how terrible fentanyl is poisoning and that it's all over and it's going to be sneaking around and you've got to protect your young ones. So thank you for joining us today. More information, of course, is on the government websites. And please do something today. Spread the word because we want to save these children and these young adults from fentanyl poisoning. Until next time, Janet Morana, Executive Director of Priest for Life. Thank you, and God bless. has been the end abortion podcast to learn more to help end abortion and to connect with us on social media visit endabortion.net